stuff out. Mm-hmm. I want some more commercials. I want, some, yeah. I want a lot of commercials. Um, I'm going to start hiring actors to start doing stuff. That's really, that's why I see like a lot of engagement, a lot of mm-hmm. money in this. All right, we can start. What up, bro? How you feeling? We here, man. How you feeling, man? <laughs> I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling good. Definitely want to say welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Evolving Through Experience, where we discussing everything about evolving, growth in every aspect, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and even beyond. Um, because at the end of the day, bro, this episode, you know what this episode is called? This, this is life or death. <laughs> life or death. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is a life or death episode because okay. it's that serious to me. Um, when I say evolving through experience, so I, I'm calling this life or death insurance. You choose. Okay. Yeah, life or yeah, death yeah. insurance. You okay. choose. You choose. And I like the I like the title too. Evolving now, through experience. Appreciate it. I mean, it's it's only only thing we can do. So, everyone, we have a special guest. Um, my good friend, more brother, Keon Keylock. Um, obviously, I'm gonna let you let them know why you used to call yourself Keila. I know why, but let, I'm gonna let you explain it because you can explain it better than me. Go ahead. So yeah, uh, Keylock. Um, I've always had the concept of Keylock in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Like we grew up, we grew up in the hood. So mm-hmm. when all my cousins, we used to go to school together. We would get off the bus or um, we would ride, you know, to certain places together mm-hmm. to baseball practice, and we would always see the nicest cars. Like mm-hmm. I think everybody in Atlanta, if you grew up, you used to say. Key lock, key lock this, yeah. key lock this. And you used to, used to uh, point out the different cars or the different houses that you may see on the way to your destination. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, okay, that's mine. And we would literally argue like it was ours. Like, yeah. no, I said it first. <laughs> so um, throughout right. the whole concept, I'm just like, bro, like, key lock everything. Yeah. Like, I want to key lock everything. Wherever I point at, that's what I want. So I were, I was, I grew up in an experience that mm-hmm. when we were kids, like, we were sitting in a van, key lock that. That's my car. Yeah. So that's where that came from. You know what that? What I also call that? What evolving through experience. You see how that's all your experience, but it got you to where you are today, yeah. and you turned that into something positive, mm-hmm. and that's what it's about. So that's just actually one one small part of what it's about. Um, obviously, bro, we know. I know you do insurance. Okay, let's talk about that because this is why you play such a vital role into what this is. Because one. Life insurance, I know it's more than just life insurance, but we're just going to focus on life insurance right mm-hmm. now because obviously life insurance is such a vital thing for mm-hmm. our people and really anybody in general. We know how many communities have been able to come wealthy off of life insurance, mm-hmm. but this is why evolving through experience plays a, light, a, a major role because at the end of the day, it's not just down to the financial side of paying for life insurance, getting mm-hmm. a check if somebody passed or when somebody passed because obviously we know death is in, inevitable. Yeah. So being at Evolving Through Experience is just about everything overall, growth. It's like we have to change our mindset. We have to change our habits all around. Like I said, it's not just from life insurance, but this is a physical thing. This is a mental thing. This is a spiritual thing, emotional thing. And like I said, beyond, because it's down to how we eat and how we thinking. Because at the end of the day, if it's not something that's helping us benefit us to move us forward in any of those aspects, it's not, it's not, it's not even, it shouldn't even be an option. Exactly. And that's why I call it life or death because life insurance, it plays a role with this because with this, I also see how this is a healthcare company for me, bro. I obviously I started off with just focusing on mental health because that's what got me to wanting to come up with this entire brand. But well, like I said, when everything's evolving, 
is I'm at a point now where this is a health insurance. I mean, a life um, health care company because mm -hmm. it's not just one aspect. So down to how I want people to think, helping people overcome certain situations. I know if you've seen some of the previous episodes or whatnot when we first started in 2018, um, I know you've asked me when I first had it. I, kind of, I fell off because I started focusing on other things. Yeah. But this is so important because, like I said, we try, I'm trying to change lives here, changing people that's been in some crazy situations. And like I said, when I say crazy, I mean... I'm going to get into it like all type of different situations that you'll think like, how, how can you survive that? But instead of focusing so much on the trauma, I want to focus on how people have been able to overcome it. So that's why I call it, like I said, it's a healthcare company because yeah. I'm covering all aspects. So eventually I want to have a, I want to, I want to do life insurance under it because like, I don't want to just give people the intangibles. Mm -hmm. Obviously the intangibles are what we're talking about. What's yeah. going to get you forward. But now let's put some real tangibles as well behind it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that, I think I think that that is very important for people to understand, mm -hmm. um, especially when they when they get older. Yeah. Like when you're talking about life insurance, um, I think it's a very cliche. And I, I can say this because when I first got into the industry, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, life insurance oh, is so boring. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. Um, and I necessarily I wasn't convinced to mm -hmm. do it. I just had somebody show me hey, this is what it is. And I started to do research and I said, you know what? I was selling so many different things since mm -hmm. I was 17 years old. That's when I started entrepreneurship. And I said, how can I get to a space where I sell something real? Like, mm. I know for a fact, guaranteed, that this could change this person's life. I've sold Facts. a lot of products and mm -hmm. convinced somebody, hey, listen, this is going to change your life and all this different stuff. But I've never been in a situation where I said, hey, listen, this is really mm -hmm. going to change your life 100%. Agree. So. Nah, for sure. And with that being said, I want to ask, like, because just like I said, just from the life insurance aspect, how do we have these conversations? Because even with me, and like I said, I'm being transparent because this is what it's about showing people the other side and letting them know, like, this is life or death again. So how do you feel we have these conversations with our family members, uh, whether they're older or younger, about getting life insurance, the importance of life insurance? Because I know I'm going to go into the statistics a little later, but how do we start having these conversations? Because they're hard conversations, I know. Um, it's definitely hard conversations, but it's a mature conversation, right? Mm -hmm. You can't get to a space to where you get older mm -hmm. and mature and you don't understand certain concepts in life, right? Mm -hmm. Such as taxes, right? Yep. You don't understand the whole idea of taxes, but you know you better pay it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't, <laughs> you don't know the whole concept of why you need to get insurance on your car, but mm -hmm. you know if you don't have it, you would go to jail. Mm -hmm. So it is. it all starts with whoever is the head of the household. I will mm -hmm. always believe that. And it all starts with the ideas and the goals of the family. Mm. This shouldn't even really be a hard conversation. It's just a conversation that, that makes sense. So it starts off with whoever's the head of the family. Like, hey, listen, everybody in this family, this is what we're about to do as a mm -hmm. family because wealth is built as a family. You can get rich by yeah. yourself, but true wealth is built as a family. Right. And it's impossible. Like, every, like, I remember when I first got into business, and I'm, I'm thinking of all these ways on how to make a million dollars. Do you know mm -hmm. life insurance has never popped up in my mind? Mm -mm. But you know how many funerals I've been to over the last five years? That part. Mm. And That's nobody, a, not yo, one person has passed me on a million dollars yeah. um, to me or my family, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's just certain things that it just makes sense. Yeah. It's like, dang, like Facts. you don't even need to be smart to make a million dollars. Like y'all thought the lottery was a lick. <laughs> Life insurance is a real lick. Yeah, You're facts. telling me I can pay 50, and tax $50 free. a month <laughs> yep. and nobody would know? Bro, tax-free too. Did I tell you why I got life insurance? No. Let me tell you why I got life insurance. This was obviously I knew about getting life insurance before, 
Um, but way before I met you, but at the end of the day, um, I wanted to get it once I had my son. Beforehand, I knew how important it was, but you know, I'm young. I'm feeling like, yo, I got nothing but time. I'm, I'm, I'm moving around the world, literally traveling different places, Australia. I'm just having fun doing what I want. I'm like, yo, I don't, I know I need to get life insurance, but I kept putting it off. So finally, when I had my son, I'm like, I told you it's time to buckle down. I know you asked me yeah. that one time at your crib about it, and it was like, yo, I can't play with this no more. And at the end of the day, it is life or death. So I wound up getting life insurance because at the end of the day, I didn't want to be in a position where I leave here and I'm only leaving him less than a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars in, mm-hmm. in assets. Like one, that's way too much. I'd rather have that plus some, and then it also it's tax free mm-hmm. if he does decide to liquidate it. Um, well, it's obviously going to be liquidated for the the um, life insurance. So that's why I got life insurance because it's like I know the importance of one leaving something behind. I didn't want to. God forbid anything happened to me and I'm not here. I wanted to make sure him and his mom is straight mm-hmm. regardless if I'm here or not. Not having to struggle or try to figure things out or trying to get my... And that's even something now I got to do is like even making sure my assets is are moving to a trust because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be in probate court. And I'm seeing that even with me dealing with real estate, how long probate and then what they take out of it, being able to see everything you own, all your debt is ridiculous. It's crazy. So at the end of the day, it's like... I can't play with this. Exactly. And like that's why I said this episode is so important because these are the real conversations that we need to be having. Like you said, I'm glad you said it. You said this shouldn't even be a hard conversation. And I just said that kind of to somebody the other day. It's like you can't be afraid of death. Like th- it's inevitable. So why be afraid of it? If anything, prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you you seen the first Black Panther, right? Obviously, yeah, okay. I've seen it. So I may do not you rem- remember it? Okay, now nah, do you uh, if you do remember? Do you remember the part where um uh they, uh, T- T'Challa was in the the motherland in the um after he had to take the um the the drink or whatever, and then he went to visit his mm-hmm. ancestors in okay. the what's name, and he was like he was crying. He was like, "If I, I failed as a father, if I didn't prepare you for death, mm. that that stuck with me. It's like wow. it, it's inevitable. So why would I not prepare?" my life or my kids or my family mm-hmm. for something that's going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. And I've even heard, this is probably, I'm sure you heard this too, I heard the ridiculous thing that, oh, somebody's like, I'm not getting life insurance. Why would I leave my kids a lot of money? They need to work for it. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Yo, like, have you heard something like that before? Yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't it, deal with clients like that, but I've heard no, it No, for sure, <laughs> I, because the mindset is already already missing right there. Mm-hmm. So nah, but um, now I want to go into the statistics Um, as far as, I got it up here somewhere too. Um, I know if I'm not mistaken, how many? It's, it's let's just say it's been a lot. I think I know it's been like let's just say over 200 people, black people alone, that's been killed in the last mm. within like 2019 or something. Mm. So I know we was talking about this like why everybody should get life insurance. Mm-hmm. For example, that's one. I think when I did the math, um, if everybody got a million dollar policy, it don't mm-hmm. even have to be a million. I think it, it could be five hundred thousand, right? Let's just say all of the people that got killed had a policy for at least five hundred thousand that got killed within that time frame. You know, they would the industry, industry, not the life insurance, but like Wall Street, because you all know, you know, it's tied together. Mm-hmm. They would have lost like over a billion dollars. Like I think it was like I think when I did the math, it was like over twenty billion. And I know you spoke about that before, but you can go more into detail how if everybody had life insurance, how it could change the trajectory of us 
always getting killed and nothing being done about it. No, exactly. And like, I, I won't even say everybody. I would say if, if black people really had life insurance, mm-hmm. by 2053, there was an article um, like a few years ago mm-hmm. that Forbes put out and they were stating that by 2053, the black net worth is going to be zero. Mm. And why would it be zero? It's because those assets are not necessarily protected. We don't understand what's an asset. Like mm-hmm. we think, okay, just because we got this jury in this car, we can pay it off. Yeah. It's an asset, not necessarily. Yeah. Um, when people are in a situation to where they understand, okay, like, what is my actual net worth? Mm-hmm. What can I, how how much can I actually pass down if I was to leave? That would be a totally different conversation. Yeah. So let's say, for example, all those people, they passed away, okay? And that institution did pay out a billion dollars. Do you, how, how hard do you think it's going to take for that corporation to come up with a billion dollars? Not going to be that hard. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to look at it as if, oh, my God, we run out of pockets. Yeah. Because the way that life insurance works, of course, it's a company. It's mm-hmm. going to benefit the company. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's odds. Everybody's not going to pass away at the same time. Correct. So that's why you see these institutions, they have no problem saying, hey, listen, for $50 a month, um, we'll cover you for $500,000. Mm-hmm. For $100 a month, we'll cover you for a million dollars. Because they understand they've already done the odds. They've already done every test yep. and, and, and trial over the last two, 300 years. And they understand that every person that gets that money is not going to do right with it, right? Mm. It's our, it's, they're going to disperse that money back to the people who sent it out to them anyway. <laughs> that part. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. But the main portion about this is, that's why I believe everything ties together. You can't mm-hmm. talk about wealth without credit. can't talk about wealth Correct. without um, life insurance. You can't talk about wealth without taxes and all this different stuff. It all comes together. But the main focus would necessarily be, okay, what to do with that money, mm-hmm. right? If you was in a situation where you would have passed away and you got to get that money back, you got to uh, pass over those funds to your family, are they going to pay off this $500,000 home, right, get themselves out of debt? Yeah. Are they going to pay off all the cars? Are they going to put this money into an annuity, which is going to uh, accrue interest over time? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to buy all this different stuff? Are they going to yeah. buy a stock? So <laughs> that would be the main portion, right? So That's getting the money, that, I mean, it's easy. All you got to do yeah. is just go get a policy. Yeah. But the main thing every person should be thinking about is, okay, once we get that money, what? how can I groom and teach my family what to do with that money after? No, agree. There are certain cultures that I've literally, I've, I've had the privilege. The mm-hmm. pri- I say it's a privilege because yeah. certain levels of thinking I never thought about. I sat yeah. down with a family and they say, hey, listen, um, this is the great grandmother. Mm-hmm. She has four grandchildren. Mm-hmm. All four of them pay um, a certain amount, we say a $500 a month, yeah. for that policy, which mm-hmm. is a million dollar policy on the great grandparents. Mm-hmm. That policy is a million dollars. Once that person passes away, each of those people that were paying that $500 a month, they look at it, of course, it's an investment. Yeah. We can't say it's an investment, but it's an investment. I'm yeah. paying $500 a month to get a million dollars. Once that person passed away, which is guaranteed for them yeah. to pass away, Correct. each of us will get $250,000. What were you going to do with that $250,000? Now we're going to start businesses. That's okay? what matters. Now we're going to pay off mm-hmm. debt. Now we're going to uh, invest. Now mm-hmm. we're going to do so many different things that's going to allow us to be free. So you're trying to start a business with zero. Imagine trying to start a business with two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's going to definitely be a big help. <laughs> definitely a, a be a major help. help. And then, like you said, even having that, that like you said, having those conversations and understanding, like we're not here to blow this. We're mm-hmm. here to invest this, use this wisely. And I think even the process of investing in and understanding and managing everybody putting in money, I think that's part of helping it as well. So I'm glad you said that because I was just thinking about it in the sense of, all oh, unfortunately, us that's got killed. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of us that's gotten killed for no reason at all mm-hmm. and it's just swept under the rug alone that would have an effect but i think do you would you agree that it would help slow that down as well 
it if would no d- insurance companies know if this officer killed this guy and they're doing constantly doing it, but now they have to pay out a million dollar policy for every single person that they done it to their family. Do you think that would slow it down? Well, indirectly, it won't slow it down, right? Okay, it would slow it down um, in a sense to where it will allow people to change their environments. Okay, right. So let's say, for example, um, a person you see a person get get you see a person that's very close to you mm-hmm. pass away. They pass on a million dollars to their mm-hmm. family. You're not gonna stay in their environment no more. You're not gonna Agreed. think the same no more. You're yeah. not gonna rob people no more. You're not gonna <laughs> really do. See, mm-hmm. the problem with finances is people start to do some crazy things when you broke. Mm-hmm. And when you broke, you gonna you gonna risk your life. You are gonna do what? You are right. gonna be a lot more angry, mm-hmm. right? I'm not that angry if I got a million dollars. I'm sorry. Whatever <laughs> the beef fast. is, it don't even matter no more. You <laughs> not know, fast. you got bigger so fish to fry. It's going to affect people in a situation where their posture mm-hmm. is going to be different, to where they're gonna say, you know what? Dang, this person passed away. I just got a million dollars. Let's go ahead and let's buy the block. Let's go mm-hmm. ahead and change, clean the streets up. Because if you don't think that that makes a difference mm-hmm. in how a person reacts emotionally, yeah, agree. When you walk outside your house and you see all this trash. And you see random dogs walking around, and you got all this. It's gonna make you angry as a yeah. person, subconsciously. You're not even gonna understand it. Mm-hmm. But once that money get passed on, that's why it's all about how you actually spend the money. Once that money get passed on, I got. Let's say this mother, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been fortunate to see this, you know, up front. Yeah. Let's say this mother gets this money. I mean, she's not gonna stay at the same place. She's not gonna let another son lose his life. Yeah. She's gonna take that money and she's gonna leave that city. Agree. And the likelihood of that person still it's living is gonna change. Yeah. So that's that's how I look at the situation. So it's very important for us to not just get the life insurance. Yeah. But understand that like, yo, this could change the whole dynamic of Correct. our culture, because we in a situation where if I get this money, number one, I ain't got to tell nobody. I ain't got to mm-hmm. tell the IRS. Yeah. I ain't got to tell my friends, my family. I ain't got to tell nobody. Correct. I can take this money and go. No, I'm glad you said that because, I, I, like I said, and that's really what it is about evolving because you just gave me a whole different perspective and I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm just thinking it on, I guess, say, quote-unquote, small scale of just, like, trying to stop us be, from being killed, but mm-hmm. you just gave a whole other perspective and I think that's vital, so I appreciate you sharing that as and well. another thing I do want to highlight as well is I think that we also have to understand as a culture mm-hmm. who runs the culture, right? Hmm. Shareholders runs the culture. Yep. You guys understand that. We ain't talking about no color. Right. Yeah. We're talking about shareholders. So you got to be in a situation where you understand, that, OK, whatever company that's, you know, pissing you off so bad or killing you or yeah. killing us. If you if you want to say that you have that much power to put so much money to that company to where you can own that company and make the decisions. So the companies that are funding the police, the companies that are funding uh, uh, all of this uh, real estate that's being put, put yeah. up in our neighborhoods or these prisons, we all have the ability to purchase those assets. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they're public companies. Correct. Any public com- company can be owned by any community, any mm-hmm. entity, any person. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that we got to also think about with money. So if if our culture was to get that money, you know, flooded into our communities, are we just going to give it to them and hand it to them? Or are we going to hand it to them with, by saying, hey, listen, here's a million dollars, but we want a couple shares. Yeah. And when you we make a decision, this, this is what yeah. you want to do, you're going to have to call us first because we're majority shareholders. Correct. That's how you play the big game, the long game. <laughs> nah, I appreciate that, bro. Just broke it down for everybody. Um, so with that being said, I want to ask you this: what, what, what's a, what, what, what's um like a good number? Somebody, anybody, right now, just to say a good number, like a minimum number as far as premium wise, somebody could pay to get, let's just say, a hundred to five hundred thousand dollars in life insurance. And obviously, with that being said, making sure that we are on top of 
like you said, the financial literacy, having a plan with it after the fact. So it all depends upon your age. Okay. Right. Um, I've had policies for eighteen year olds, ten dollars a month. Yeah. For fifteen dollars a month, covering a a fifteen year old for fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, fifteen dollars a month. Right. That's whole life or term. Uh, whole life. That was whole, and term. Okay. It's okay. both. Okay, both. Okay, both, cool. Right. Both are. You know, people say, oh, oh this one is more expensive. This is not. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. Get whichever one fits for you at the moment. You can Agreed. have as many policies as you Agreed, want. Agree. Yeah. So it all, of course, it do, does depend upon your age. It does mm-hmm. depend upon your health. It does depend upon where you are, um, regional, region-wise, um, on how much it is. But mm-hmm. one thing I would definitely say is, you look at it based upon your budget. What can you yep. actually uh, afford? What are you earning? Right. And you will always base the actual, not just the premium, but you will also base if you're a real mature person and you, mm-hmm. you know, you start a family, all this different stuff. You need to make sure you have 10 times your annual income. Yeah. Okay? Um, that's usually the number. Now, if yeah. you if you just want to leave something 10 times your annual yeah. income, if you want to go to another level, mm-hmm. not only do you make sure it's 10 times your annual income, it's yeah. 10 times everybody in the family, every person that you ever reached to. Mm. Um, and if that you're in a situation where, oh, oh, they don't they don't want to. OK, you pay it for them. then. Yeah. Just had a conversation. You get a policy on it. Just them, taking man. them out the trust, though. They don't want to pay <laughs> nah, <laughs> a week. No, for sure. Um, nah, I, I, I ask that because I think life, these type of conversations in the sense of when it comes down to financial could scare people away. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be transparent. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it anyways. I, I wasn't going to say it, but you, I personally have a main, one of my insurance policies. I'm just, actually, I just got one. I just got one. <laughs> one of them is a million. And mm-hmm. personally, I pay no more than 60 a month. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's just like that sixty dollars a month to confirm a million dollars. God forbid I leave anytime soon. Worth it. It's definitely worth it. It's definitely. And worth I, it. yeah, and I say that because I want people to understand like that's how easy it is to sign up. Like sixty dollars a month, you can make that in a day, a few hours. Like mm-hmm. all you do is go do something. You can make sixty dollars if you just got to pay that on a monthly basis. So over the course of the next thirty years or, or beyond, I've, and if I extend it or whatever, I'm still good. Like mm-hmm. there is no, it's not, it's never going to even touch a hundred thousand, mm. <laughs> like alone. So it's like the fact that you're risking this little bit to pretty much hit a million, you're mm-hmm. good, type thing. So I mm-hmm. definitely just want to like put that out there because I think, like I said, those type of things could scare people away. Um, also, let's talk about like taking risks first before I ask that though. Would you jump out of a plane? You would? Mm-hmm. I think I asked you that. Okay, I know Chris was saying he wasn't with it. Uh, as long as I have a parachute. Of yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, if, it's, I if the plane is on the ground, I might jump out without the parachute. I, I, would, I would definitely. I yeah. would definitely jump out of a plane. Um, Will I jump out of a plane Um, like I saw you do? Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily. I, w- <laughs> I would want it to be a special moment, mm-hmm. Um, which is I've always had the dream of going to Dubai. Okay. So I do want to go jump out of a plane in Dubai when I do visit and watch. Well, let me know. That. I'm coming to jump, too. Oh, yeah. I, I want to keep jumping. Only And I ask that because I think we put limitations on ourselves. Mm. I think we've been afraid, like different people have been afraid to obviously jump out of a plane, go swimming, things like that. I think these certain stigmas have been put on us or even by default been put on us at the end of the day. So it's like. I did that in a sense of like, because I'm not, I have no limitations, like even with myself. And this is why evolving through experience is so important because as I've grown Mm -hmm. in every aspect, I understand like I can't limit myself in any capacity. I can't play with my potential in any capacity. If I feel like I want to do something, I just have to do it. No making excuses, no letting other people talk me out of it. Because I had a lot of people like, yo, why would you want to jump out of a plane? Why not? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. why not? Like, why would I put this limitation because somebody else is scared? I'm here to show you that 
no matter where you are in life, that you can, I ain't going to say it's like just my responsibility, but mm -hmm. I want to show people no matter where you are in life that you can take these limits, these, you can take these limits and restrictions off of yourself, and then I promise you the feeling is a lot different. Jumping out of a mm -hmm. plane, like, I promise you, I feel inevitable. Like, it's like I could kind of see the whole world, and it was a beautiful feeling, bro. And it was so peaceful up there. It's like, it's like so quiet. You'll, you'll mm -hmm. think it's loud, but it's like so quiet, and you're just watching the world, <laughs> like, just peaceful, bro. The real, the real experience um, that people pre pretty much are having is thinking that you jump by yourself. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand that you had a coach and a mentor yeah. and people training you mm. throughout that process on what to do and what not to do. And, you know, it's, it might be an example of jumping out of a plane, mm -hmm. but it can be something as little as just leaving a relationship that might be jumping out of a plane. It may give yeah. them that same mm. feeling. So nah, in that sucks. situation, you just get a little bit more information. You yeah. find a coach, you find somebody to look at, you mm -hmm. find somebody to jump with you. Yeah. Nah, be, I like that perspective. Situation. Appreciate that. I like that. <laughs> I like that correlation. Appreciate it. Nah, for sure. Um, what I wanted to just double back with is also, I just want to say shout out to Nipsey because, um, Nipsey, Nipsey really inspired a lot of things I've, I've done and did. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to meet him, although he did follow me on IG. I kind of felt like, wow. yeah, he still followed me that's to this amazing. day. So I, I think that's why I won't delete my IG, but I think that's also a reason why I, I have to keep going with this mm -hmm. because the level of inspiration he's given me, even obviously before his, his death, because I used to listen to Nipsey when I was like young. I was listening to Nipsey before I even knew like everything he was saying that's before beautiful. it was digesting and i think that's also why the one of the reasons why i go by equity now because mm. i know um when he was speaking about it on mailbox money it's like yo these companies they they going for equity it's like and i stuck with them like and i just started calling myself equity and then mm. started getting it and it's like i'm understanding it more so i definitely want to say shout out to him and the reason i said that because also i think the reason i went for the million dollar life insurance policy because mm -hmm. i could have went for a cheaper one yeah. uh, on top of everything else i have but it was just like when he said million dollar life insurance so on my flesh, I was like, Yeah, I gotta go with Nipsey said. I, I can't I can't even go half step. If Nip said a million dollars, I'm going for a million. I, I might I might upgrade it and go for another one because I think they got another one for not too much more for like one point seven. Mm. And I'm like, somebody's like, Yo, why why are you getting so much? I'm like, I don't plan on leaving, but if I do, at least everybody's straight, right? <laughs> like I don't plan on leaving. It's more about the confidence. Yeah. It's more about the like like, hey, listen, like I really did that for my family yeah. type stuff. For you sure. Know, like, you working hard. Don't nobody mm -hmm. care about your credit score like that. No, nah, facts. Your family don't care. You can't even use it no yeah. more. Yeah, right? can't use it. Can't do nothing with it. They don't can't care about, about your business. Mm -hmm. Your kids, you know, you you hope that your kids, you could, you could build a business and pass mm -hmm. it on. But your kids don't want your business. They want your money. Yeah. I keep trying to let these people understand yeah. that. They do not care about your business. If my parent is doing something I don't want to do, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. In a different world. Yeah, and that don't mean a bad thing, though. Uh, you, or do you disagree? If the, the kid don't want it. Like, if I build up a billion, obviously, we building up a billion-dollar company, so mm -hmm. we get to a point and our kids don't want it, do you feel like you'll feel away? Well, I hope, hopefully you built it enough to where it, it, runs it can still deposit. make money for the family. Okay. So okay, I agree. That, okay, that's, I that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, like, I look at uh, families like the Johnson & Johnson family. Mm -hmm. They don't run their company. Yeah. They they still making money off of it, and yeah. they're still majority shareholders, and they're still owning it. <laughs> right? That's good enough. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Okay, now nah, we're going to do a quick commercial, Project Prevail. Um, Project Prevail is obviously just uh, under ETE brand, under the Evolving Through Experience brand, where every percentage, a percentage of every all sales go back to people in need. So in 2019, if I'm not mistaken, I did one with um, Tamika Mallory organization. And I do this because at the end of the day, instead of making excuses for why other organizations or 
other people are not helping our community or people in general, not even just our community, when things happen. I know American Red Cross will get a hundred billion or a hundred million and only give out a million dollars to what they just raised a hundred million for. So instead of complaining about it and instead of letting them make excuses about it, I started Project Prevail under Evolving Through Experience brand. So anytime somebody shops the brand, supports the brand, revenue comes in from merch, we're giving a percentage of it back. And it's going to be an ongoing process. And it's not just me saying I'm going to do it. I already done it. So at the end of the day, I have the receipts. Evolving Through Experience, Project Prevail. Make sure y'all go shop the brand at evolvingthroughexperience.com. All right, bro. Back to the episode. <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah, cool, cool. So now... um. I know, like I said, we already went over the the policies as mm-hmm. far as like what what somebody could pay for it. Um, also, what the um, if a lot of people got it, and I, like I said, you definitely gave a great great perspective on the entire process, even thinking beyond that. And that's what it's about thinking beyond just the surface level, always mm-hmm. taking it to a next step. And like I said, this is life or death. We can't even play with our health. We can't play with. How how we going about business on a daily basis? So just in your own words, what does evolving through experience mean to you? Evolving through experience means that you're utilizing the tools that you have. Mm. Like a lot of people, I'm, I'm reading this book. It's called The Law of um, Recognition. The Law of Recognition. It means that you're okay. recognizing what you have, and not sitting here like, oh, I don't have mm-hmm. this, and I don't have that. You're you're recognizing the things that you really need to get you where you where you want to go is already yeah. there. So mm-hmm. evolving through experience means that you're taking chances. It means that you're rec- you're recognizing everything mm-hmm. um, that you need to take you to the next level and that you are so confident to the point to where you don't allow that experience to stop you. So when mm-hmm. I when I hear evolving through experience, I'm like, that's, that's dope. No Cause, brainer. Because you in a situation, I mean, yeah. life is going to happen. Yeah. It's big or small, life is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you're evolving. Every single situation is allowing you to grow. It's allowing you to go. I wake up every day. I say, "Go time, grow time." Mm-hmm. Every grow day. time or go time. Go time, go grow t- time. I, I like the that. second one is grow time because we're okay. growing. Yeah, facts. I might see a text piss me off. I'm like, "Listen, go time, grow time. Let's go." <laughs> facts. I like that. <laughs> nah, bro. I think I think you just said it in the perfect way. I, and I I was ask, I asked everybody that that comes on because it's no wrong answer to this. Mm. It, it's no you know everybody says no right or wrong. It's no wrong answer. Evolving through experience in every aspect, no matter what you've been through, mm-hmm. you you learn from it. Whether you realize it at that moment or not, eventually you will learn from it. Whatever you're currently going through, you can get through it. And that's why I share stories about men, women, and no matter what the situation is, I've been able to share stories about them overcoming molestation at the mm-hmm. young age of eight, rape at uh, in school or whatever it may be. And it's not just, like I said, to focus on the traumatic situations, or but it's more of the focus, like, how was you able to overcome this? Because it's a million other people, unfortunately, that's dealing with that. But I'll also say not unfortunately because it's like now most of the people that I have spoken to, they was like they learned so much from it. They grew so much from it. It's like they wouldn't change it. Exactly. And, and that takes a lot to say that for certain situations that I've spoken with people about. Mm-hmm. So for you to say that, it's like it's obviously got to be some real substance in it. Mm. You obviously have had to be impacted for the better to prevail your life to where it is now for the better because most people in that one situation probably didn't feel that way. But with time and evolving and processing, you get to a whole nother level. Mm. So that's what it's about, bro. So I, I appreciate you sharing that because that that's such a big, big, important role at the end of the day. Mm. So for a kid um, straight out of high school or currently in high school, what would you recommend for them as far as taking their life to the next level? And not even just a financial, but more of like 
mental because, you know, in school and college, I mean, not even college, but high school, I know for me personally to be transparent, like trying to figure out what's next. I knew entrepreneurship was the route, but I didn't know how to get to that, how to, how to get the car started type thing. Mm-hmm. So what would you recommend for somebody like that? Um, for especially my people, like mm-hmm. when I when I graduated, I was angry, bro. Mm-hmm. I was so angry, um, mm-hmm. because it seems like I didn't have as many options. Like I wasn't academically gifted mm-hmm. or no stuff like that. According so, to their standards, according to these people's <laughs> standards or whatever. Yeah. Um, because you're a legend. Only thing I, <laughs> I I had as an option was the military, right? And it was just the best thing that I could see at the moment. Like mm-hmm. I looked at every other experience that everybody was, I was, I was like, listen, I can go to the military for mm-hmm. 20 years. Everybody working 40 years, I can retire at 20 years. Mm-hmm. And that was the experience that was, that was exposed to me mm-hmm. until I got to a point to where it was just like, you know, like we use this saying called jump off the porch. Like when you, when you graduate high school, you was already nervous, but like once you really cross across, yeah. walk across the stage, it's over with. Mm-hmm. So if I was in a position where I was to go back, I would jump off the porch a lot faster because mm-hmm. you were, you realize that, you could put yourself in a position to where you can collapse decades into days if you just figure out every experience now. Mm-hmm. Like, be in a situation to where you try to experience a little bit of something now. Mm-hmm. And you don't need an age, you don't need a degree to try to figure that out. And I did that by reaching out to some people on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that person on Instagram, you know what they did? They, they said, hey, listen, come to this meeting with me. And I was in a room with a guy, black, said, I make 100 and sixty thousand dollars a month changed my life. Mm-hmm. When I looked at that that uh, army contract and they wanted me to sign that expired in two thousand twenty nine, <laughs> I said, "Listen, I just met a guy. <laughs> he make perspective and sixty thousand yeah. dollars a month. What mm-hmm. you talking about?" And he yeah. was in a suit and he wasn't no preacher and no prophet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Yo, like, I need to do what he doing." And it changed my whole entire life. So right, the more it's like for for some people that may not be the wake up call for you. Yeah. But you better go jump off the porch as fast as possible. So you can see, find so your you way can, to call. So you can find your way. Because yeah. if you don't get that joy, like, I was like, yo, this is the way. And I didn't even see, like, I was so blinded by that mm-hmm. one thing to where I couldn't even see the next steps that yeah. I was I was about to take. Yeah. So if I, was, if I was to go back, I would tell people, well, I, I mean, I did it. I would, I would tell people, like, yo, try to figure something, something out. Else. Don't just go based on what your mama your daddy said you should do. They don't know mm-hmm. what they talk about. It's 2023. Yeah, it's different times. Everything has changed. Yeah. Nothing is the same. Not one thing mm-hmm. is the same. Nothing. Everything has changed. Food has changed. People have changed. By the day at that, it's still changing. <laughs> Technology changed. I mean, nothing is the same. So I'm not saying don't utilize your parents' advice, mm-hmm. but don't be don't be a dummy yeah. and think that's, that the same knowledge <laughs> from 20, 40 years ago still applies in 2023. No way. You're already losing by, by thinking like that, and I'm so glad you said that because at the end of the day, that that's a major fact that is one. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. It's intentional that they put this in. This all they show you, knowing that on the back end, it's people make like you said making that in a in a month, but then it's people making t- ten times that in a day, and it's just like the more obviously we getting exposed and meeting these people, it's just like bro, it's like you we have the same potential. Why why have we been taught that we don't have this potential or even been exposed to it for all this time? Mm-hmm. Like I said, but we know that's intentional, so we don't even have to elaborate on why it's intentional, but. That exposure, like you said, is vital, and that's actually one of my favorite quotes or um, things that Nipsey said, like jumping off the the deep end without the life jacket. Mm. And that's why, like, that's even also, like I said, going back to why I jumped out the plane. It's like obviously I ain't gonna jump out without the life jacket. I'm gonna be <laughs> smart, and I had life insurance at that time, so I know they'll be straight regardless. 
But um, just well, you like, know, yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna say too much. I, 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 you know, I, I know, I know. You know, it's provisions. I, I, yeah, yeah I know, you can't I know, go jump out of a plane and get paid. I know, now. I, I know, want y'all I know. to think that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. Let me say that. Uh, let me say that because I do not want to get the wrong image out. But yeah, thank you for saying that. That's why he the life insurance. He, he the expert. But no, but um, back to what I was saying. But just like like I said, just taking that risk. The same way you're saying jumping off the porch. That was what Nip meant by saying jumping out without the life jacket, mm-hmm. without trying to be scared about it like go take that risk go 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 meet this person go mm-hmm. to that event go go sign up for this course and, and and take your chances because what's the other option it's military or or death it's life or death you living you die it's life or death the other option is death either you're gonna jump off the porch or you're gonna die and die doesn't necessarily only mean physical. Mm. It's people out here dying mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And that's the thing I said we're evolving to experience. We're trying to evolve all that. So I know I started this off with just mental, but bro, it's so much bigger than that. And that's even why I went vegan cold turkey because mm. it's like, I can't play with this at all. I can't have stepped this and still want to evolve. It's like, it's evol- It's life or death. Mm. It's, it's no in between for me. Mm. So that's also like why I said I went vegan because look, bro, it's evolving through experience. And it's nothing else. There's <laughs> nothing else. Just try it out. Yeah. You said say it again? I did it. I mean, I tried oh, it Oh, yeah, out. yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying everybody got to go vegan, but just for me, it was just like, bro, like, and I say that because I'm, I'm losing family. I just, I just lost a family Monday, bro. Mm. Like, and it's just like, we mm. got to take care of our health or it's nothing else. And like I said, it's, it's all aspects. It's all every aspect from down to what we eating, what we thinking, who we around, what we putting on our bodies. We have to grow. And I'm not saying I got it all together. And I want to make sure it, people know. Uh, what was the cause? You remind me asking. It, um, that was, I don't want to quote it wrong, but I think just got like some type of sickness or cancer. I don't want to quote it wrong though, but um, either way, it was health health problems though, unfortunately. So not to get off topic, but Yo, how hey, many yeah. percentage of my clients do you think qualify? Qualify for life insurance? I would say about 20. I've, I've met with over a thousand clients in the last year. Maybe 20%. I would say 30%, 30 to 40% of those people, they don't qualify. Mm, Only 60 qualify, okay. 60% of them qualify. Mm, I was low, okay. And the reason being is because of these health issues. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about something that's very, very important. And I think that people should understand something called a medical report, Mm -hmm. your MIB report. Yeah. And your MIB is so important. I've seen it destroy a lot of people's lives. Because an MIB report is not like a credit report Mm -hmm. where you can just wipe some things off. (laughs) Whatever you say to whoever has a doctor in front of their name, they put on that medical. It don't even matter if that doctor sit here and say, hey, listen, I think you should take this. If they open their mouth and say you should take that medicine, it goes directly on your medical report, even if you you're in a situation it. you don't take it. So when the these companies, they look at your medical report, and even if a doctor said you should take it, they look at that. They don't care if you took it or not. Mm. I've had a client, right? It was the craziest, craziest situation ever. He was... 30-something years old, in a situation where he got a therapist. Some mm. people in his parent, uh, his family passed away. And he told his therapist, he was like, man, I've just been drinking alcohol a lot more over the last mm. week or two. Sure. Do you know they put on his medical record as if he has an alcohol addiction? Wow. And he said it to his therapist. He didn't say it to a doctor. Or pe- uh, uh, yeah. In the doctor's office. Crazy. They put that on his medical record. Mm. And he's denied for insurance. That's crazy. Because I, I was I thought the only time they had to report something was when you said you want to kill yourself or suicide. <laughs> so, but I'm not surprised at the no. same time. They That's crazy. Report everything. I'm that medical surprised. report is so powerful. 
to the point where I know people that make enough money to where they say, listen, I don't deal with doctors that report stuff. They say, mm-hmm. listen, pull up at the house if you're trying to meet, meet me. Yeah, Tell the doctor to come to the house. Yeah. And it's the reason why. There's certain people out here that, that has cancer. Mm-hmm. And when they get diagnosed with cancer, you know where they're going. The doctor is coming to their home. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I don't even think I'm supposed to be saying, but the doctor comes yeah, to the yeah. home. We ain't saying no They names. do all the treatments. <laughs> yeah. Right. But guess what? It can, that, that, that information will go to, to the, the medical report. Uh, so that's how powerful certain things are, mm. um, especially with these institutions. Like, you can get a $10 million policy, but you know, that <laughs> premium is going to be something crazy. It's going to be crazy if they find out that something is wrong. So yeah. It's very, oh, very you can go back and try to they could try to get it back. Okay. Very important. Right. All right. Well, appreciate that insight, bro. Like like I said, that's why I wanted to have you on here. And that we I know you're not saying that to scare people away, mm-hmm. but that goes back to instead of being reactive, be proactive. Take care of your body. Work mm-hmm. out. Think better. Drink better in every aspect. Who you dealing with, who who you allowing access your energy. And that goes back because at that point, it don't even have to touch a record like that. But mm-hmm. even with that being said, we're not saying that to scare you all from getting life insurance. Life insurance is very vital. And life insurance, like you said, it, it doesn't just matter, not just life, but how you thinking, what, what's the plan after your family gets this? This is still life. That's mm-hmm. continuing life That's for the next generation. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad you said that. I appreciate that insight. Um, what I wanted to ask you, what's the, what's the plan for the next five, ten years from now? Five two years. Um, I'm building one of the largest insurance brokerages. Okay. Um, we're not just focused on life. We mm-hmm. focus on health. We focus on corporate insurance. Um, we focus on car insurance. Mm-hmm. Focus on truck insurance. I mean, everything that you could think of has some type of insurance aspect. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you're in a situation where I, I mean, I sit down with people. They have employees. Mm-hmm. We we're now on in a transition where we're going to travel across the country and we're going to convert. 401ks mm-hmm. to an insurance policy because of the interest that's, that people are earning is very competitive Yeah. Um, in the next 30, 40 years for people. So we are, you know, we're working. So nah, bro, I got, I got some softwares that I'm able to, um, that I have, that I'm able to allow a person to own an insurance company, mm-hmm. right? Just like you can purchase a franchise mm-hmm. without having a license, without having to yeah. sell person to person. You just utilize your brand or you just utilize your money. So I have a company that literally could build an insurance company for st- from scratch. Yeah, and you could never even have a have to have a license, license to have an insurance yeah. company. So yeah, and I know I've seen that before about a lot of people. You don't even have to be a doctor to even be in healthcare. So it's just like you don't really have to be a get a PhD. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of like you said, knowing these things, knowing the right and, people. Yeah, and that's why I had, I'm glad to have you on, bro, because under this brand, like. It's gonna be. I'm gonna have life insurance. I'm gonna have insurance under. It's, I think life insurance be my focus, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be insurance under here because again, evolving is in all these aspects. Like mm-hmm. you said, there's no area in life where you don't need insurance or you don't want it. Mm-hmm. So why would I not put that under the brand? So with that being said, I don't know what we're gonna call it yet, but we might just be like the the, the affiliate under yours, mm-hmm. and we just funnel them no, to you. you no, the, you, the billion, you, you the had billion. your own company. Yeah, yeah, but so, I'm, somebody else gonna run it. That's the thing because we're gonna be doing a lot. Else, but we'll that's find the point. somebody to run it. We'll yeah. find, you know what I'm saying? We'll man, we'll be like the the property manager yeah. of everything. Make call sure everything that. runs smooth. Well, yeah, and bro. Got your that, own insurance that, company. That, that's the plan, bro. <laughs> Evol- evolving through experience, insurance coming real soon. Hey, on the way. Stop playing. All the way. Let's for go. real. We're not playing with that. Where can people follow you at? Connect with um, you. Right now, my main base is uh, Instagram, okay. Facebook, um, YouTube. Uh, it's Keylock. Or you can just type Kian Edwards. Okay. Um, that's on The one with everywhere. the blue check. Okay, no, fact. We'll, <laughs> we'll put that everywhere the at the bottom, the blue too. Check, of course. Um, I'll put it in the description. You know, great fifteen ninety nine investment. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Word. How do um, you feel about that real quick? 
Um, I think it was a smart business play. But, I think it was but, a smart but, business but play on our end as well. Okay. So it allows, so like people, what people don't understand is like we're in a world right now where you got to pay to play mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah, agree. Your algorithms are going to change when you pay the fifteen ninety nine. Mm. Your algorithms will change when you start paying ads. So like if you think for one second that you're going to just go out here and just, you know, just get your name out there for free, the platform may be for free, but the exposure isn't. Always mm. remember that. That's a so bar right there. Anytime I have opportunity to invest in my business, I'm about to make it happen. No so the limit. people that's like, oh, forget it. Like, it's that pride, bro. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If somebody say, hey, listen, uh, I, I can pay this to, you know, make this happen, I'm going to pay it. Yeah. Because I understand the the value. The real it. value in it, You yeah. thinking of it as a cost. Yeah. I'm looking at the value. Yeah. So I, the blue check is just one thing that they're coming out with. Yeah. They're Imagine all, if you don't pay the fifteen ninety nine, and you got a business. Yeah. Imagine when they come out with something else. What what I did like another perspective that uh, obviously EYL put out. Shout out to to EYL. Shout out to AB and everybody. Um, what Rashad was saying was that that was cool, not knocking it, but in a sense of what I would pay for is exposure to all your followers. So mm. if you have a million followers, you know, like you said, the algorithm changed. They mm-hmm. you not you send out a post, they not showing it to all million. But mm-hmm. if you could pay ten thousand to a hundred thousand a month to get it to there, now that's something. That's also a real value in it. And I see that perspective. So I like hearing different perspectives at the end of the day. I don't think anybody's perspective is mm-hmm. wrong, but I definitely can say I agree with that. So if you could pay to get exposed to all your followers, if you have a million or even even if you have 100,000, mm-hmm. instead of them showing it to two, 3,000, you're getting 4,000 likes, but showing it to all, now that's something also pay really to really, yeah, pay to play. It's, it's just yeah. like, it's just like with anything. I mean, when people have already programmed their mind. It's, yeah. it's hard. When you expose to something for so long, you already automatically, oh, a blue check just DM Yeah. Oh, blue check. Oh, let me yeah. watch his stuff. So you still are paying for a little bit more exposure Facts. because just by you having that check, mm-hmm. people might watch your content just a few seconds Faster. longer. Yeah. People no, might click your story just a little bit more. People yeah. might open your DM a little bit more with True. a blue check. Because everybody don't know. I know people right now, they have no idea that you could pay for that. Yeah. Why? The blue check? Because they're uh, not people that are, you the, know, business owners. Yeah, they're they not in that. People yeah, yeah. that are buying stuff. Yeah. So they don't want people that are buying stuff to know. They want people that are business owners that are selling stuff to know, hey, listen, you purchased this. We yeah. got something for you. So it's a target audience as well. I think everybody should know that. No, that's good. Well, appreciate the insight, bro. So uh, shout out to the sponsor of this episode, my mother, my aunt. I appreciate that, show, showing love. Um, thank you foremost. Uh, thank you again, bro, for coming on at the end of the day. I really I appreciate it. it. Um, if y'all gain anything from this episode in any capacity, make sure you follow it. If you didn't like it, still share. <laughs> make sure you share with all your friends. Share. And like I said, like this is life or death. Um, insurance you choose this is evolving through experience because it's no other option this is more than a podcast I know you was asking me that but it's bigger than a podcast because obviously we already went into detail because look there's no other option with this we covering all aspects so yeah if you like something if you rock with the episode you see the vision with the brand follow us at evolving through experience also you can check us out on our website project prevail at www.evolvingthroughexperience.com And we're going to catch y'all in the next episode. Thank y'all again. Peace.